Okay, Rabbi Say, good evening. And we begin now an extremely fundamental chapter, fundamental paragraph within this chapter from the Chavis Avavis. So let's begin by Hashem Bahachamishi. This is the fifth of a situation where a person can use this situation to try to humble himself. And we've discussed a few different scenarios so far. And this, number five, Achamishi, it really gives us a whole perspective, the right perspective, on when good things happen to good people. Let's learn it well. Achamishi. And the fifth situation is, When HaKadosh Baruch Hu bestows goodness upon him in this world, all sorts of goodness, whether it's wealth, whether it's good health, whether it's a large family, whether it's a good job, a good parnasa, whether it's a good community, all sorts of minitavis, things that a person would check off that he would want to have the good life in this world. So when HaKadosh Baruch Hu bestows this upon a person, Yikon HaLokel, the person should react with humility. Why? Why? Hashem has just given this person so much good. He could think of it. Must be he's such a good person. Must be he's a tzaddik. Hashem is so happy with him that Hashem wants to just shower him with goodness. Used to be he only made a certain amount of money. Now he's making much more than he used to. Look at that. Used to be his family was small. Now he already has a large family with grandchildren. Used to have a small house. Now he was able to. He inherited uh, a nice mansion. Look at that. Hashem is bestowing goodness upon him. Why should he humble himself? Because he now has a heavy burden of an obligation to thank Hashem for all of this. Any goodness that we have in this world, it's a burden upon us to thank Hashem for it. And everybody has good. And when we talk to our friends, they say, how are you doing? Oh, Baruch Hashem. Hashem is so good to us. A blessed life. If a person hears himself saying that, and he believes it, then it just means that his obligation to thank Hashem has just increased. So that could bring about a sense of humility and say, I shouldn't be so proud. I shouldn't get arrogant by all the goodness that Hashem has showered me because it now has increased my obligation to Hashem to thank Him. That's a koivid mass, it's a heavy burden of an obligation to thank Hashem. So be yishafal lefanov, it really should bring a person to lower himself, lower himself, miyir osay, and to be afraid, and here he morphs into a new idea. person has to be afraid that this goodness, this tremendous wealth, this the the benefits that a person has had, the goodness that a person has had in his life, the great job that he's just landed, the bigger house that he's just bought, should not be a means of retribution by Hashem. Why would it be retribution? Says Chavis above it's a tremendous principle now. Because the abundance of wealth and really, as he said at the outset, it's not only wealth, it's really any goodness, but particularly money. 
the abundance of wealth in this world, it could be one of three reasons why Hashem bestows great wealth on a person, great goodness on a person, showers him with expansiveness. One of three reasons. And as we'll see, the three reasons don't have to play out in the way that Hashem sent it to him, but it really is up to the person himself how he behaves with this goodness, with this cup of blessings that Hashem has given him in wealth, in a big home, in a, a uh, lucrative parnosa. It depends how he deals with it. Three reasons why wealth could come to a person. Either, it either could be just goodness from Hashem, Number two, it could be a test, it could be a challenge. Number three, it could be for punishment, it could be as a stumbling block for the person. The person used to just have a regular simple job, nine to five, he made a nice living to be able to support his family, middle class citizen, no problem. All of a sudden, he wins the lottery. $300 million lottery. A mega Powerball. He wins it. Wow, he thinks, this is unbelievable. My lucky day, my lucky month, my lucky years. Right? You know what could be, you know what problems that could be? He doesn't start to, to know the problems that could be with that such a thing. What does he do with the money? Now people are after him. People are harassing him. People want to steal from him. People want to kidnap him or his children. It's the worst thing that it's a nightmare. It could be a nightmare. The abundance of wealth that a person could get. So Hashem gives great wealth or great blessings to a person for one of three reasons. Either Hashem is giving him goodness and he has to humble himself because he now has a new obligation of thanking Hashem. It could be for a test. Or number three, it could be actually for a punishment. Says The indication that this is actually being done for his good, is It depends what happens when the person all of a sudden was just given a raise, or just was able to increase the wealth in his parnosa. What does he do now with his extra fortune? What does he do now with the extra time that he could have? If he's going to be Torah Bikim Chavasabari, if this will now enable him and he'll actually use the great wealth to allow him to fulfill the obligations to Hashem, may his Asik instead of dealing with all the money, he says, Oh, I have so much money now. I need I need to take him more time because I used to have a, a shear that I used to go to a night, but now I, I have to invest the money and I have to see how it's going and I have to keep an eye on it. But instead of the person in in uses the the great wealth, the just the opposite. All of a sudden he inherited a uh, a building a building that has forty apartments in this building. Fine. He had a regular job, nine to five, working for somebody. And now all of a sudden he inherited this. Well, this is, brings a tremendous amount of income. So what's he gonna do with that? Look at that. Is he going to use it now to 
He says, well, I have extra, I have extra money. I don't have to work as much. I didn't, I didn't go to, I used to go to the minion that davens very fast because it was had to daven early, so I had to get out to, to, to work early. You know what? Now I could take a little bit of a pay cut from my, from my boss if it'll allow me to come in at 10 o'clock every day. I could daven a later minion. They go a little slower. I could have a little bit of a learning, say, there after davening. And then I go to work because I have another source of income over here. He has even more money than that. He could say, you know what, maybe I'll take some time out. I'll get involved in more things of tzedakah, be able to give tzedakah, be able to, to set up things, be able to help people out, take, a, take, take more time than he has to help people. He's not going to take hearts. Oh, look at this. This is coming to me. It must be I'm such a great person. He's not going to trust the wealth. He's going to spend it wisely in his obligations to Hashem. Similar to what Eiv himself related. When he had great wealth, Eiv, what did he say? What was his behavior? What was his attitude towards his great wealth? And how he spent it, indeed, with obligations to Hashem. And he expressed this in terms of saying how he really does not place his trust in the money. He says, kisli. Do you think I made my gold into my kisli, my kessel? Ksil, if you remember, at the end of Shara Bitochen. Chavazavavaz ended Shara Bitochen with ten different Lashonis, ten expressions of Bitochen. And one of them was Kessel, which also means foolishness, which means a person just entirely sort of loses his own mind and gives up his own mind and just trusts Hashem. So Kisli is a lotion of Bitochen, of trust. Do I give my, do I make my, my gold of my God or what I trust? my great wealth, that you're going to be my confidence? That's what he have said. So here the first thing is that if a person is blessed, with great wealth. And again, as he says, it could be with the, an expansion of his family. It could be with the, with the new home. So new, what is he going to do with this new home? He had the wherewithal to, to, to build the new home. What's he going to do with it? Is he going to say, ah, now I have a good home. It's secure. I'm not worried about things. It has a, new systems in it. I'm not worried things are going to happen. Does he place his, his trust now in the new home? Does he place his trust in, in the newfound money that he has? Or because now his new investments that he's making, is that what he's tracing his trust? Or he knows this is indeed a blessing from Hashem. Hashem has provided him with extra wealth. What is he going to do with it? Is he going to be Mikhaim more mitzvahs from Hashem? Is he, is, he, is he going to enable him to daven more, to learn more hours? to give more tzedakah, well, if that's what he uses it for, then that's a simon that it's a brocha. The simon that it's a teva, the simon that it's a good thing from Hashem, this extra blessing, this extra wealth, is person has to see. Wakes up the next morning, and wakes up a week later, and a month later, and says, let me take stock. Since I've, that newfound wealth, since I've discovered that newfound wealth, what have been, I been doing? Can I, have I been doing more mitzvahs or less? If it's, the answer is more, then that was a teva, that was for the goodness of the person. Number two, and 
the key to know if this money is given, if this extra wealth is given as a test, as a trial, is he all of a sudden preoccupied with guarding his money? So, oh boy, I, I just won a fortune of money. I just inherited a fortune of money. I, I have to take care of it. I'm going to have to speak to many financial advisors, get advice, how I should secure it, how I should invest it. It started to preoccupy his time, and all of a sudden he has less time for even the, the mitzvahs that he had been doing previously. He's, he has to be shmiris mamani, has to protect it. Not only that, they say that, you know, but they say the wealthier become the wealthy become more wealthy, right? They say if you have, you gotta have money to to, to make money. Okay, so now I have money, so now I can make more money because I have capital, I have resources, and he starts thinking, well, I have to make more money. You never know. I mean, I have a, I may have a new lifestyle that I have to live. I may have a new standard. So is that what he's doing with his extra money? He has to be preoccupied with guarding it. He has to increase it. Now he has to be worried about things happening to it, mishaps happening to it. Is that happening more? Is that happening more? Is that taking up more of his mental space in his mind more than thanking Hashem for it? All of a sudden, he just has headaches from the worry of what does he do with this extra wealth? How does he protect it? And he always has to make sure that it's the right amount, and he has to make an accounting of it, and now he has to deal with more people regarding it. All of a sudden, here the person was living, we'll call it a, a more simple life, a serene life, he was doing what he had to. He was davening what he had to. He kept Shabbos. He didn't think about his business on Shabbos. He knew it was closed. The store was closed. That was it. All of a sudden now he has investments in this place and the other place. And over there the, the markets are already open in Japan. And his Shabbos over here in the New York. And Oive, what's he thinking about? All of a sudden he has headaches and battles. He can't even have any peace on Shabbos. That is an assignment for him. That goodness, that extra wealth is an assignment for that person. It's a test to see how is he going to behave with that money. Is he going to increase his avidus Hashem, increase his thanks to Hashem, or Hashem, I don't have too much time. You know, I used to dive in a long time. I don't have so much time. I got to get to, to the business. I got to get that. Is all of a sudden the person just inherited a building with forty units in it? Oh boy. I got it. I need to make sure to check it out. I have to make sure everything's working well. The electric, the plumbing. I got to make sure the tenants are happy. And all of a sudden, he calls his Caruso. I'm sorry. I, this week I can't work. Maybe next week I can't learn this week. I got it. Is that what it is? If that's what happens to the person, he should know it's for Nisayan. It's a test that Hashem is giving him. That's only the second level. That's the, the medium level. It's not goodness because it hasn't increased his Avedis Hashem. But it's not yet a punishment. We'll get to where it's a punishment. Mitzvah Shem will see that tomorrow evening. A good night.